This is the new podcast, which is now on iTunes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Council Cast, now with iTunes support. <laughs> this is episode number 42, being recorded on May 8th, 2018, and straight to your ears on iTunes. <laughs> some, <laughs> at some time later, the Council is now in session. and is with on iTunes? We will make arbitrary decisions about topics on science, technology, and random shit with little background and next to no expertise, and then post it to iTunes. All council cast decisions are final and have no bearing on anything, but they may affect your iTunes listening habits. I only have one question. Yeah? Yes. What's iTunes? <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like Google Play, but for like a, an inferior product known as Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a big Apple fan. Uh, I am. That was sarcasm. A- iTunes is the only way to listen to podcasts. And actually, it's Apple It's Apple Podcasts now. It's not even on iTunes. So sorry to burst everyone's bubble, but um, we are not on iTunes. We are an Apple Podcast. <laughs> and you can find all of our past episodes maybe there. Or check maybe. out the website. Check maybe. Out the, maybe check out the website. <laughs> It will maybe respond to your queries. <laughs> we have forums, so feel free to continue posting we there if you have forums? been. Forums? Oh yeah, we have lots of good forums. What? And and if you like what you're seeing, you can contribute to us on a monthly basis by giving us free cash by mailing it to <laughs> Councilcast. Free cash. Free cash. Councilcast. Councilcast. Org. Org. I like this free cash idea. Uh, free cash. <laughs> Just download some more cash, man. It's easy. It's easy. Easy as science, uh, which apparently all you have to do to be a scientist is stare at shit. Oh, man. According so, to what? Like Getty? Getty? Like Getty? Yes. <laughs> so apparently science, based on uh, a review of stock photos uh, that are specifically targeted at scientists... Science is really mostly about staring at things. <laughs> so I, I debated putting this in the uh, science category versus putting this in the uh, other cool or weird shit because <laughs> well, it makes absolutely no sense. But clearly, this was a very scientific study, so it's much <laughs> science. I was going to say, our definition of science has gotten very broad. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I like, uh, basically, this is somebody had done a analysis of stock photos that you can get, I'm assuming, at Getty Images, um, yeah. where they basically found out that science is mostly white people staring unusually at colored liquids, but also sometimes chickens and grass. Well, we need to get, uh, never mind. <laughs> Just never mind. Are you sure? It sounded really good. It was going to be extremely not appropriate. And now that we're on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Yeah, now that we're on iTunes, I can't really. <laughs> Don't worry. We pushed the explicit you button. You said that yeah, we, we mostly just white people staring at colored liquids. And I wanted to say we need to get people of color staring at white liquids. <laughs> <laughs> that's not racist. That's just that's just um, the opposite of what this, this it's, article is Yeah, but it's the opposite. Need to inject some diversity into our stock images. I, well, I would agree with that on 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 principle, and in this circumstance, I mean, if if uh, I think that it's diversity in general is better. 
I mean, I think the thing about these pictures, though, if you really look at them, I mean, I don't know how these people are doing any science. They don't have any notepads. They're not taking any notes. Yeah, they really do need notes. I mean, iPads would be over the top because let's face it, scientists, scientists don't can't know afford how to that use. shit. Yeah, they 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 can't afford it. And uh, notepads are definitely what they're using to keep track of everything that's an important to, uh, of importance in their studies. Why is that? There are eggs on this table. I mean, they're trying to figure out how the chicken laid the eggs. I think, or didn't which came first, the chicken or the <laughs> eggs? And I think that it's very obvious they're all staring directly at the chicken, so obviously it came first and then the eggs. Must be the case. I mean, I'm glad everyone listening can see all the pictures. So, yeah, if you want to look at the pictures, go to uh, councilcast.org and you we'll have them up in the show notes. A picture on the show notes. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to give all of these thumbs down. <laughs> I'm going to give it a thumbs down too, because I mean, stock photos are hilarious. Matt. Uh. I don't know. I'm gonna just kind of stare at my thumbs up. He's very scientific about it. I appreciate that. <laughs> you look very scientific. I, I'm not I sure if so. we're actually doing science now. I mean, this might have just. I, become I you know, I feel like I just did did a science. <laughs> I do too. That maybe that's why I'm sleepy. I'm almost be tired now. <laughs> We need a power-up, which uh, could be coming from the next NASA thing, which is a portable nuclear reactor to provide you some power. Nice. So, is it going to be like? Is it going to be like uh, Mister Fusion on Back to the Future Two? I mean, that's the only thing I can imagine. This is is they just made it real. Nice. They predicted it and they made it. So, I mean. So it's you're real. telling me that Mark Watney wouldn't have to go dig up the power source on whatever rover it was that he... Well, that's not a guarantee. He probably still would have to do that. But but the idea <laughs> is that they now have tested a portable nuclear reactor, uh, which they say can it uh, pushes out about 10 kilowatts, which is really enough to power, they say, power a basic toaster. <laughs> One reactor? One reactor. Oh, good. Um, Why don't they just pack extra batteries? Sounds like (laughs) we're going to need a few. (laughs) How big is it? Um, it, it's really, uh, you know, I don't know if they tell this actual size, but they they have a picture here, but they talk about how combust compact it is. And I'm assuming that this thing is like the size of a briefcase, if you ask me. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure that must be the correct size. Uh, oh yeah, it's definitely like if you look at the video, it's pretty small. It's like I don't know, maybe the size of a case of beer. Oh, here we go. This is the goods. But I think the biggest deal here is that they're talking about being able to take these to Mars. And yeah, it doesn't put out a ton of power, but you bring a bunch of them with you and you can hook them all up. And so instead of having to rely on solar power or 
I don't know, human-based power because that's a thing. Uh, you can actually just bring these nuclear reactors with you and just use them. Hmm. Huh. But the uh, really unique thing is that it's uh, not only is it a portable reactor, which really isn't a th thing that people think of, it's the first reactor that's actually been developed uh, in the United States for over 40 years. Really? Yeah. I read these articles thoroughly before we start. And so they actually did a full power test. Um, they ran it for 20 hours at full power output with zero issues. So they're, they basically are saying this thing is 100% robust. It's good to go. We can wow. probably you know build these in mass and put them in people's cars and drive around with uh, nuclear power on Mars or something like that. Maybe... Maybe they just uh, maybe this is what Tesla needs to make their cars go further. Go forever. Go forever. Seems, seems legit. Maybe Elon Musk could actually drive his Tesla to Mars with one of these. He couldn't record it though. Not without paying a hefty fine. Well, just don't videotape Earth, videotape Mars. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's put sanctions on nobody's claimed Mars yet. Uh, there's actually rules about what we can claim in space. Who who set it up? The, the I, Federation. Everybody, everybody signed like all the people, all space. I don't know. I have to look it all up all again. Space people. Yeah, like but like the people that are like doing spacey things the have Empire. all signed this treaty of some kind that is like we won't. So you can't show up and be like, I own this part of the moon. Yeah. But what if, what if, is that just countries that signed up for it? Because what if an individual was just like, I'm just going to show up and this is now my, my moon. I mean, that's how it worked back when the colonies were happening, right? Pretty much. I, I would think that if Elon Musk shot himself up into space and brought supplies and just started building a moon station... And then he said, this is now Tesla land. <laughs> like, people I mean, be like, gonna... okay, man, you can live up there. Do whatever you want. I mean, what if he did? What if he showed up and he was like, I built this base and he has a bunch of these little nuclear reactors and then he built yep. a missile system and then he's like, this is my place. And when people are like, no, nah, it's not. He's like, come at me, bro. Yeah, I mean, if he if he develops if he de develops uh, an economy up there and a um, and and defense, pretty much he can have he could have his own. I mean, it wouldn't be a planet, you know, but he could have his own moon. You know, the real issue probably is you know the difference between this and what happened with the colonization of of the world is yeah. that he wouldn't show up on on the moon or Mars and kill an indigenous people, so it yep. might not be legit. But I mean, if that's the way you're measuring it, if that's if that's your unit of measure, sure. But I think if if he just like maybe squatter's rights apply here. If he's if he just lived on the moon long enough, people be like, yeah, that's Tesla's home. We're we can't be bothered to go up there, but he's having a blast. Yeah, is it like a statute of limitations? Like you lived here for eight years and it's common law now. Would it be Muscany? What would you call that? Elon Land. Elon Land. Did you say Muscany as a play on Tuscany? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, we're we're real sophisticated here. You know what? I like this thing because I think that if if they've already invented this, it's going to give us the opportunity to eventually have Mr. Fusion and we can throw garbage in the back of our cars and go forever. So thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up too because I like more nuclear reactors. <laughs> you scaring me, Blaine. <laughs> Gotta replace power somehow. Damn, Blaine, you scary. Ouch. Do you know what else is scary? Made by the UK police. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I, I'm bad at these. <laughs> what might be scary is that my face causes positive, false positives in facial recognition software. Why? So, okay, go ahead. Explain it. You have so the uh, the UK. Uh, there is a the the British police. Uh, they apparently have been using some facial scanners in South Wales, and oh, they nice. they use them to pretty much just like scan everybody and basically say whether or not you were doing something illegal. Uh, and it turns out that the uh, facial recognition actually is about ninety two percent false positive. You know what we call that in my job? Tell garbage us. data. <laughs> it's garbage. You can't do anything with something well, that has a ninety-two percent false positive rate. Well, apparently, apparently, if you're the South Wales Police, you can because they have actually made arrests based on this data. And in it's fact, I wouldn't even need a lawyer. <laughs> and in fact, they have arrested over four hundred and fifty people as a result of this. In the last nine months, it sounds like it Good sounds job. like they're like it, it sounds. What it sounds like is, um, having been to South Wales several times, that they were just like, you know what, we know a bunch of these people are doing bad stuff, and so let's just come up with a fake reason to go after them because we're bored. Like that's <laughs> honestly what I think is is the culprit here, boredom. And uh, boredom. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Matt's case is right. I mean, with a ninety-two percent false positive rate, that is absolutely ridiculous to be able to say that this is something you should really use. Big Brother, though, I'm actually reading 1984 right now. Never read it, it before. Was Big Brother ninety-two percent false positive? Um, the thought police were. <laughs> 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 I, I just think this is a pretty big uh, invasion into people's privacy, and uh, if it's not going to work right, then don't use it. Make I mean, sure I understand. Works. I mean, I understand the premise, right? That if there are, and, and we're already using this in in some cases. For instance, around ATM machines, we want there to be protection around places that could potentially be at a higher risk for crime. If the if there's if the criminals know that at the ATM machine, ATM machine, they will have their faces detected and will be able to be positively identified if they try to steal people's money, murder, blah blah blah, etc. Bad things at the ATM. So, uh, on that pretense, I completely understand the idea for this technology. If they can positively identify people immediately with this technology, then that cuts down the rate of possible crimes even faster. 
But when it's 92% false positive, who cares? And number two, if they're just putting them all over the place willy-nilly, what, what is the point? What are they doing? They're just I, dicking around for no reason. Yeah, to kind of go along with that, I mean, it would be like walking up to the ATM and then just getting arrested for taking money out of your own account because it flagged yeah. you as being a, a robber. You look and, suspicious. So. And then second of all, I, 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 what are they doing? Are they just have facial recognition cameras like on every street pole? And it's like, no ah, you jaywalked. You're going to get arrested. And, uh, oh, you dropped a piece of trash. You're arrested. Um, I mean, what are they Probably. looking for? I mean... What happens and, when it recognizes all the Kool-Aid Man shirts that everyone is wearing as faces? <laughs> that's probably what was going on. That might be it. Oh my might God, that's it. All those sleepy face, you know, the shirts with Mr. Sleepy on them. Speaking of the UK government, yes. I have a ticket upstairs from the UK government for driving in a bus lane when we were in Scotland. <laughs> They found you and they sent it to you? It's apparently a thing. Well, there you if go. If you don't pay it, basically, from my understanding of that situation, what happens is you just get in trouble next time you go back there. Like, there's so, the United States is not going to. Not necessarily. Like, the the comp the car rental company has forwarded it on. So, uh, like, they could be like, well, all they did was forward on my information to them. Yeah. I doubt the car company got fined for it. Probably not. I don't know. But now, it's hard to tell. Anyway, How much was it for? It cost 60 uh, pounds sterling to drive in the bus lane. Mm. Doesn't I, didn't, seem worth I didn't know it. that was an issue. This, this was like the middle of night. There was nobody. And I didn't know this was a thing. Like... They, it, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like public transportation is all it's cracked up to be there then, huh? If I you mean, drive I in the bus lane, get in trouble I mean, for. Well, so there's a thing. I just didn't look. realize this was a thing. I didn't realize I couldn't be in that lane. I guess that's fine. Well, it, I guess that's it. the thing though too is with those always on scanners. I mean, I get it. You're breaking the law because you're in the bus lane. But at the same time, if it's the middle of the night, there's literally nobody there. Yeah. What harm is it if you're in that lane versus the other lane and you didn't even know it? Yeah. But there's an automated system there to catch you doing it. So you know what? It it just gets you both ways, I guess. Yeah. Did it catch your face though? Nope. Well license plate. That's unfortunate. Yep. It's a direct number rather than possibly you. Ninety two percent false positive. Just claim it wasn't you. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna give this <laughs> <laughs> thumbs down, but also a thumbs up to the Shaggy song. And thumbs up to South Wales, just for existing. <laughs> nice job, guys. Being a thing. Uh, one place that might not scan your face, but might charge you more, is the Apple, Apple stores if you want to go get your iPhone battery replaced. So if you oh, remember, man. a while back, uh, we had talked about the iPhones and how Apple was throttling them based on battery usage, and that was a whole big thing. And then they came out and said, well, uh, just kidding, guys. We're going to allow you to change your battery for $30 or whatever. So it turns out that you can do that, absolutely. They will charge you $30 to replace your battery. 
However, first, they require that you fix everything else wrong with your phone. And they will charge you for that, and then they'll charge you $30 to fix your battery. And in some cases, people are being told that they have to fix things that don't even, aren't even wrong. So if you have any issue with your iPhone and you're okay living with it being an issue, but you want your battery replaced, you might be better off going somewhere else because Apple might force you to fix it first. The This goes back to our conversation last week, I think, where we were talking about the the making it illegal to say you can't have this fixed by other people or it voids warranty. Oh, the warranty, yeah. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago, I think. So I would second what you just said, take it somewhere else. Steve Jobs would be pissed. He is just rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> he is so pissed that people aren't paying more money for his phones. Yeah, I mean, he would. The way he would have fixed the issue is like, oh, well, those batteries are bad. Well, sucks buy to a suck. new phone. The next, yeah, buy a new phone. That's what he would have said. Like, this would not have been a thing. He wouldn't be nickel and diming people. He would just be price gouging them from the from nah, the very beginning. You know, actually, he would say the battery isn't at fault. And yeah, he would. Actually, your guys' fault. It's your fault. The way you use the phones ruin the battery. <laughs> if you know, I've had. These batteries are meant to last as long as they need to, and uh, apparently you've used it to its limit. <laughs> so it's your fault. Yep. Thanks, Steve. I, I just think this is a pretty shitty deal because, I mean, it's it's kind of crappy if you're like, oh, yeah, I just need to get the battery replaced, but my, my back glass is cracked or something. And you're like, I'm totally yeah. fine living with the glass being broken. But they're like, no, nope, got to fix that first. And you could easily, I could easily see you racking up, you know, a hundred, couple hundred dollars worth of repairs before they're like, okay, now we can actually replace your battery. Hmm. So, yep, I believe that. And you're like, oh, well, maybe it's better to buy a new phone. Maybe you should. You know, that's what I would recommend you do. Yeah, you know, this phone's it's a year old. You probably should buy a new one. You know, they're <laughs> going to come out with a new one next month, so you should probably just wait and buy that one. Buy two of them, actually. <laughs> buy one now and buy one in a month. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> But it, 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 it does go back to the whole warranty thing and being able to fix stuff yourself. And yeah. I mean, if, if you can do it, if you feel comfortable doing it, I think the company should just not allow you to do it. But it, also the third-party uh, service people can do it too without voiding warranty, which this is a pretty shitty deal. Um, so I give it a thumbs down. Sucks to suck, Apple. We're giving you a thumbs down. You know what this counts for? Double thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Matt, where's our intro? I didn't make it. Well, we actually have a, an ability to throw it onto the uh, Apple iTunes version. You can put an intro podcast. on all your podcasts? Yeah. yeah. Can. Oh. So keep that in mind while you're working on it. Make sure it's real good. Real Double good. What also is double good is that Hulu <laughs> is going to, uh, for everybody who watches Hulu, they are going to start allowing you to download shows for watching offline. It's pretty oh, kick-ass. Nice. I use Hulu. Thumbs up. Kind of like, uh, so they're getting on the bandwagon with Netflix and uh, Amazon. But uh, the big deal here is that not only are they allowing you to download it, but 
if you even have a free account, you can actually still download the episodes. Comes with the that. ads as well, presumably. It does. It does still have ads, oh, but nice. it is the first service that has a free tier that allows you to download something. That's kick ass, actually. Which is pretty awesome. I I, have pretty cool. I use Hulu all the time, so being able to do this and download a whole bunch of episodes of a TV show is perfect for me. Especially stuff that's current. I, I'm not sure what the limit is. They don't really talk about what is going to be available and what's not. Um, presumably, just like Netflix has some limitations on stuff that can and cannot be downloaded, but if you can download stuff that's currently airing, that'd be a pretty sweet deal. I give them a thumbs up. Indeed. And also, if you do pay for the no ad version, you will also not get ads on your downloaded version. So Nice. For everybody who's doing that. That's the way it should be. That's the way you got to do it. It's the way to do it. You swipe right on everything, and it makes everything better. Absolutely. If you can't swipe right on uh, anything else, you just make your own Facebook dating app. Done. Yeah, I think this is uh mark zuckerberg probably trying to get into the dating game again i can only imagine <laughs> wow Poor guy. uh but the big deal here is that how do you say this uh facebook's event the f8 or is it the fate conference it's probably fate i, I was thinking about that and, we'll, and we'll do stuff like lower the lights real down I'll be like, fate has brought you here today. Brother. And everybody will be like, oh my god. Not again, Mark. Yeah. God, shut up. It was fate last time. So rather than swiping right, do you poke people? Like right away? Is that just like... <laughs> that is what's up. And if you both poke each other, then you know you know it's it's fate or whatever. You see, you haven't poked <laughs> you know it's fate in a while. Maybe you should poke Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I maybe think I, should. Yeah, I will. I'll go poke Anthony right now. Be like poke uh, council cast poke. Boom, poked. So apparently, Mark Zuckerberg described the service as being totally opt in, dude, and that it is <laughs> totally not for hookups. Totally opt-in dude. <laughs> I imagine that's how Mark Zuckerberg talks. I mean, yeah. That's exactly... He was like, hello, fellow like. kids. Hello, youths. I am <laughs> here to tell you about my new Facebook dating app. <laughs> All the cool kids are doing it. Amazing. <laughs> oh, youths. <laughs> You know, I'm just... But this is just them trying to take on Tinder and trying to do it better than Tinder, but I just don't understand how anybody is going... Does anybody want another Tinder, I guess? <laughs> oh, yeah, I need, like, three or four more Tinders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone on Tinder already knows me, so... Uh, actually, I I've, swiped, I've swiped right to all of the clientele on, on Tinder, so I, I just need another dating app so that I can... I mean, if I have the, the possibility of swiping right to the third largest country on planet earth then um uh yes i could swipe right to everyone that would be mm -hmm. amazing i mean i wonder how this like is this going to connect you to like anybody on facebook or is it just like a thing for you to go and hit on your friends you also? know i think it would be great if it would connect you to everyone on facebook and then you could be like hey hey <laughs> and, no, you I and, then everyone, and then I poked you. Do you want to poke me back? 
let's let's poke each other <laughs> this is just i don't know this is i this is like the first time that i felt like i'm going to say something that feels like an old man would say but i why do we need so many more of these why i do don't we, i don't know it's like i i mean i feel like i'm thinking about it from like physical goods in the past because we've had iterations of the same product over and over and over and over again we have five hundred thousand different types of cereals do we need that many different types of cereals no but it's nice to have a choice and it's also something that we physically consume all of these other things are not things that we're physically interacting with in any in any way other than with a couple of taps of our thumbs or clicks of our of our desktop mice or apple trackpads like i'm using right now but it's it doesn't provide like this is providing a service of sorts i mean yeah i met kayla my wife on an online dating thing but it, it well no it wasn't tinder that'd be I did several weddings. I filmed several weddings for people who met on Tinder. And in their vows, all of them said, I'm so glad you swiped right. I'm like, oh, man, that's the exact so same line I heard last week. Yeah, it's so cliche. <laughs> um, but I just feel like there's no way that you're, like, creating a better thing here. With like, I feel like with food, you have different tastes. That you can come up with oh well i like this chocolate but you added mint to it yum or i know with like shoes you can be like i like the way that one's designed i guess it's the same thing but i just i don't know maybe because i don't need it anymore i'm just really bored with it well and i i think it's an interesting idea and i think that facebook could potentially do something interesting with it because they uh do have probably more data and more real data about people than like tinder like the people on Tinder are probably, you know. Yeah, we know Facebook a has a lot of data on us. <laughs> and so, you know, they, they do have a lot of data to help get people to know each other maybe more. But at the same time, do you really want to give Facebook more data to make you meet somebody else? I mean, they seem to have plenty enough the way it is and uh, keep getting in trouble for it. So, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I I just, I don't know. I, you know, I think that there are people who definitely make connections via this, but you have to look at the, the target age. It's like they're making, essentially they're making the first online dating app for people who are divorced and in their 40s and 50s. That's what they're doing because that's the majority of the people who are using Facebook. <laughs> Do you not remember Ashley Madison? Yes. <laughs> what for the demographic you just described yeah I, actually the, the demographic that he described was people who are divorced ashley madison was for people who wanted to get oh. <laughs> they were uh, still married i see yeah the, those that's the cheating website this is like the 40s and 50s divorcees and you have no friends, but you're Facebook friends with a thousand people, so you want yep. to just poke some people. Yeah, you want to poke them. You want to poke them, you want them to poke you back. Yeah. Uh, I'm very I conflicted. Can't, I can't wait them. until they come out with an Instagram dating app next. I will I will give it no pokes. How about that? I, I give it a thumbs down, and I really don't think this is going to take off at all. 
I would be I surprised if it does. It will, it will take off. It will take off because I they're going know. to market it to the demographic that I said, and that is what's going to happen. But it's not going to be a young person dating app. I guess we'll wait and see. We we will, and luckily we have this recorded on iTunes, so we can come back to it in a year and uh, look at it and say, Silas, you were so wrong, or Silas, high five, you deserve you deserve it. In our review of the year year episode, we can oh, talk about yes. how accurate. I'm so excited for that. Is. So excited for that. We'll do a, we'll do them every every five years. Every five years, a year in review. <laughs> Uh, we have to get a year's worth of of episodes, and by a year's worth, I mean three hundred and sixty five episodes before we can consider having one year of council cast. Every three hundred and sixty five episodes, we will do a year in review. <laughs> oh man, we got a lot. We got a long way to go. Long way to go, but it's a good thing that we're on iTunes because you can now listen to all of them as they come out. Yay! And with that, the council meeting is adjourned. If you liked what you saw and want to check out all past episodes of the CouncilCast, you can go to thecouncilcast.org. All of our podcasts are recorded live on YouTube. You can sign up for a notification link if you go to the website councilcast.org, or you can also subscribe to us on iTunes. If you have a topic you'd like the council's decision on, you can email us at councilcast.gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at the CouncilCast or Facebook by searching for CouncilCast, but you cannot poke us and we will not be on the dating app. Unless you ask nicely. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.